Yo, hope everyone's having a great day so far, and welcome to the Life Podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, I just want to give a really quick shout out to Habits 365. If you've never heard of them before, Habits 365 is a New York City-based apparel company that speaks to people on a personal level about how to achieve success. But even more than that, Habits 365 is a movement that can help people reach their personal lifestyle goals. Habits 365 encourages positive habits 365 days a year. Wearing their comfortable and yet stylish clothing reminds people to practice positive habits in order to achieve their full potential. Ever heard of James Harden, DaBaby, Lil Baby, John Morant, or Dwayne Wade? Who am I kidding, bro? Of course you have. These are just some of the many powerful influencers that Habits 365 has been able to connect with. So, if you yourself want to rock any of their dope beanies, hoodies, t-shirts, and more, go ahead to their website at Habits365.com and check out their shop. And once you get the checkout, don't forget to use my personal discount code, Satish, to save 15% off your entire purchase. That's discount code S-A-T-I-S-H to save 15% off your entire purchase. One more time, discount code S-A-T-I-S-H to save 15% off your car insurance. I mean, this ain't Geico. 15% off your entire purchase at Habits365.com. All right, so now, welcome to the episode. So welcome back, everybody, to episode two of the life podcast today joining me i have the one and only the man the myth the legend <laughs> josh nobita those of you that don't know him he's a friend of mine i met while attending sdsu for my undergrad and he also graduated with me in the spring of 2019 with a ba in communications while he's also very or while he was very active on campus in different orgs such as greek life and being the captain and vice president of the sdsu club hockey team it's like the mighty ducks man Holy shit. <laughs> There's one area which I myself and lots of other students knew him most for, and that was comedy. While having a seemingly endless amount of hilarious content, and I mean hilarious content, on his social media accounts, including parodies of John Wick, aka Don Slick, Don Slick and the Morning News Channel, Josh effortlessly uses creativity and charisma to entertain everyone on a regular basis. So Josh, welcome to the show, my guy. Dude, I could hear you talk about me for forever. You just, you just keep going. <laughs> Let's do that for like 45 minutes. So. Yeah, I, I won't talk. You can just talk about me. <laughs> Fine. But yeah, man, it's, it's really good to have you. Yeah, and dude, thank without, you for having me. Yeah, man. And without further ado, let's just hop right into it. Let's get to it. So the first question I had for you was, do you as a creative have any sort of uh, process or routine for when you come up with your sketches, characters, uh, bits, or art pieces? Like, is there any sort of creative process you feel like you have to go through? So, I wish I could give you some kind of, you know, profound answer. Because mm -hmm. when you sent me that question, I was like, you know, I got to come up with something good. But there really, there really isn't a uh, a process to any of this. I'm a very uh, I, don't know, I guess sporadic person mm. so when I just I mean they they come and go and when I just come up with an idea I'll just be walking around and 
I'll see something or, or read something like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, and so you kind of just, just take the ball. I'll just do it. it. So it, it's very much uh, my creative moments come to me quickly and I have to act on them pretty fast or else they're, you know, gone with the wind. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's not really, not so much a process. It's, it's just little little spark, build it and post it. It's kind of it. <laughs> that's that's kind of cool. That that uh, that that kind of reminds me. Are you are you familiar with like David Dobrik's vlogs on YouTube? Yeah, I I don't watch them, but but I'm familiar with. He's like one of the biggest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I, I guess like the the space that you categorize him with is comedy, yeah. and it's kind of the same thing. Like he doesn't really like do anything in particular it's always kind of just yeah. like he just goes about his day and if something comes along then it comes along great yeah and he um, always has a camera like with him at all right. times and yeah yeah that's yeah. i don't know I, I wish there was a way to uh for me to just you know sit down and and crank out a bunch of ideas but um i kind of just write things as i go mm-hmm. you know so it, it it helps when when i'm feeling good yeah, but but when sure. there when there are times of just you know, some days are good, some days are bad. I'll just have months where I just don't have any ideas, and mm. and I'll just I'll I'll just think like, man, why can't I think of anything? Why can't <laughs> why is nothing coming to me? But it really is just kind of you know living life and and just being okay with that, and then that's usually when when things come up, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I know what you mean with like the whole like month like month at a time kind of like yeah uh, writer's block almost because i was having the same issue with like uh my blog because when, yeah. when, when i first started it it was literally like i was be going about my daily life routine and if something mm-hmm. that like, that i i kind of like learned or like came up on the spot i would kind of take it and run with it but yeah. with everything with like quarantine it was literally like life was literally halted so it was kind of like yeah. i have nothing to talk about yeah because there's nothing exactly. going on exactly and and that like you know it just kind of goes to the point of, of at least for me and it sounds like for you it, it's when you're trying to find it you're never gonna find it exactly you know? it just kind of it just comes and you, and you just have to just keep living your life and 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 just going with the flow of things yeah and, and not expecting it right it's, a, it's such a huge thing because you know when you have expectations you just if you're, they're high expectations you're just gonna be let down but if you just kind of kind of empty your mind a bit and just go through things they tend to come to you mm-hmm. more than, than you go for it yeah and when you uh was that a is that a fire truck in the background yeah can you hear that i can close my window no it's all good i was just all gonna right. say that they must have found my podcast or something <laughs> it's fire <laughs> Boom, boom, yes. boom. Got him. I'll, I'll, I'll finger snap to that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's funny how you mentioned that Um, that if, if you kind of try too hard with it and like force stuff, it doesn't really like, work out. No. It almost backfires a little bit because I, I um, like I guess in the, in the space that I, I'm trying to make this podcast with, with like yeah. self-improvement and, um, you know, just like bettering your lifestyle. It's like, there are people that I would follow too and still follow to this day that when quarantine came around, they were kind of just like forcing content out just to 
have content out and like yeah and i, and I, I get it because like that's part of their hustle they need to add revenue and like of whatever course. you know what i mean but it, it was it's kind of like you don't want to i don't know it kind of it really does backfire because the last thing i want to do too is like make my my content and whatever i'm putting out there seem like plastic or that mindless like, you know yeah, yeah. It, it's like the, the whole point is like with with your content it's, it's to brighten someone's day you know what i mean like make them laugh yeah and it's like you don't want it to have make it be like oh that's like some like secondary priority behind it of course yeah i mean because i mean the things that we make the things that you make it's, it's only a reflection of the things that you experience in life so when things are slow it's only natural that that you know, the things you make or, or your creative process might be slowed down a bit. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's, uh, you know, with quarantine, that's definitely showed quite a bit and people are understanding that, but it, but it's also a great time to just kind of look inward and, and, and notice things about yourself. And um, that's another way to, to get things out there, you know, when you have that time to really sit with the, with the stillness a bit. Yeah. You notice some smaller De- things and just kind of, also very cool it, you know it's, it's it's a real bummer everything going on but i think uh you know we're all as we should have been for a while we're all looking inward a bit and, and noticing yeah. some cool things mm-hmm. no, that's totally true because even myself personally like i feel like i've, I've learned a lot about myself and the, the yeah. things that i want to do just by like you know having to be like inside literally like no pun intended but like you're 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 not stuck but you're really in your head you're you're forced to like uh confront your your own uh your thoughts and uh really dig deep in because because it's not as easy to like escape into the world or like go do uh i don't know like go bowling hit the gym um go drinking with your friends or go see a movie it's not as easy so and i feel like for me too that that really it was a cool thing like you mentioned because I discovered like during this time that like, you know what, like I do want to like get into things like Twitch streaming. I do want to turn my blog yeah, into a podcast. It. So it, 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 it can be really constructive for sure. It, exactly. It, and dude, I can only imagine with you because you're a busy guy. I mean, before all this, you're a very busy guy. So it's kind of your way to um, not escape, you know, getting in there and looking in, inward. But when you have so many things going on with work or with school, it's it's easy to distract yourself from you know taking that time to to figure out what the hell's going on in your head. Yeah, you definitely. Know? And I th- yeah, like I said, we're all we're all kind of experiencing that. And, and at first, it was scary. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. It's terrifying, but you know we, we're we're getting along. We're all still living, still breathing. And, you know, we're figuring it out. It's exciting. Couldn't agree more, man. So, obviously, you're you're a funny guy. I no, feel like I feel, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've uh, really ingrained that in that podcast, <laughs> this podcast so far. But if they um, don't get that by now, then then it's it's a lost. Josh Nobita, funny. <laughs> get it? Got it? Cool. But uh, at at what point did you decide that you wanted to you know make these skits and post them on the internet for the world to see? Because anyone can just be funny on social media, you know what I mean? Like yeah. either by posting a meme or just saying something relatable with whatever is going on, like ear to the ground with pop culture. But what at what point did you decide that, you know what, I wanna 
take it a step further and actually make some content and put myself out there? Yeah, so, um, you know, I've always been, I've always been funny. I've always been hilarious. <laughs> um, I No, I've always like, I've always loved humor and yeah. I've always sometimes to a fault use that, I guess, as a, as a, um, as armor sometimes because you know when things things get bad i would just try to find a funny situation about it or stuff like that um but it was you know growing up i'd always you know make goofy little videos and you know for school projects i'd always choose when you had a choice to write a paper or make a powerpoint my my choice is always you know oh i'm gonna make a video of course yeah i was the same way one way to do things um but yeah when i got the got to school uh SDSU um it was I mean I was living with with a a film guy Tommy Lisak who's just amazing at what he does yeah he seems Um, like truly phenomenal with his craft like I I remember just like either like working behind the scenes with your sketches or just be or just starring in them like he he, he's definitely a guy that like knows what he's doing oh absolutely absolutely he he knows like it it, that was so fun to 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 be around him because because we would just communicate. We he would be able to like figure out like what we were thinking about and just make it a physical thing. Yeah, um, which is you a guys, very special talent. You don't. You guys, his chemistry was so on point. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Um, but yeah, it was it was really in in college and living with him. Um, it was like the f- the first video we made. It was just a. Um, I think we were our backyard flooded, and. Oh yeah, I remember this one. <laughs> he was yeah, our backyard flooded, and we were like, "Oh, dude, this is awful! Like, this is really bad." But then Tommy, of course, just like gets a canoe and like paddles out into the middle of the backyard and starts playing guitar. So I sit out there, <laughs> I play guitar with him, and then next thing you know, we wrote a song, and like in a matter of like thirty minutes, we had a song, and we just like, "Oh, let's videotape this and start playing." Did it, and just the rush I got from from that process of of seeing a ridiculous situation writing something that kind of fits it and then and then filming it it's like wow that's it was exhilarating and that's like yeah. kind of you know what i always chase is just that feeling of again here's an idea let's make it get it out there yeah um, and so that was kind of the first time where, I, where like literally that that night we're like oh maybe we should make more of these um mm-hmm. So it wasn't really anything I, I, you know, sat on for a while. It was just in the moment, it seemed like a great idea and a fun thing to do. So we just kind of dove for it and it worked mm-hmm. out, I guess. Aren't those the best kind of moments though, where it's kind of like, like when it's happening, it seems so like, like so tiny and like, just like not meaningless, but uh, like so granular, but yeah. in the grand scheme of things, like you probably wouldn't have, um, progressed in like the oh, the, the content's yeah, quality and just like like who knows like if you didn't if you guys if yeah. you if you were like if you guys took handle the situation like any other 18 20 year old like, throw their people. hands up in the air and just been like oh my, my, my things yeah. are flooded this sucks but you yeah. guys were like you know what let's just like uh, let's just laugh about it and that, that's a that's a great great yeah. mindset that i think people need to have like i i think I think in a lot of times, in a lot of cases, like people take things so seriously, and it's a—I uh, forget what 
what movie I heard this quote from, but it was a Ronald, a Ryan Reynolds movie. He was like, um, it's like, don't take life too seriously. Otherwise you'll never make it out alive. And I was like, yeah, dude, none of us are. <laughs> but yeah, it's so deep. <laughs> it's, it's so true. It's, it's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I like how, what you're saying with that situation, describing it is, is that we chose not to be responsible adults and maybe <laughs> to stop the flooding. We just like, oh, let's, let's, let's make a song. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a song. But, that, but that, it's what it was. I mean, you know, all that, especially that video, it was just kind of us being being dumb about things. And, mm-hmm. But yeah, just kind of taking <laughs> taking the punches with a smile and, and going with it. That's like a, that's like a bit for a sketch in itself. Like two guys, <laughs> any, anytime anything bad happens, they just write songs about it <laughs> and don't fix the problem at all. Oh, I'm getting evicted. This is so great. <laughs> it turns into like a remix of What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow. <laughs> uh, what's poppin'? Brand new crib. Don't got it. I got evicted, bro. It sucks. <laughs> um, if you don't mind me asking, what like what what about you? Like what's like this podcast for example? And you're you're a man that has your hand in so many other different creative avenues. But what was it that you know you said you want to get the mic and? Fucking buy a expensive looking microphone <laughs> and, and and rig and get this all together. Like, it, what, what was it? It. I feel. I feel like in in my life too now. Like I don't know. Like people always are like telling you like, you know, the twenties are like the time of your life, right? Yeah. And like obviously from like a um from like a from like a our generation's point of view they Mm -hmm. see that as like yo i'm gonna go to like europe and like not that there's anything wrong with traveling (laughs) to europe but you know what i mean it's it's like everyone everyone wants to do do the same thing and not that i think i'm like cool or whatever by doing something different but it it, it was like i I just wanted to do something you know what i mean like i i I didn't want to let this this pandemic like slow down my like mindset that Mm -hmm. i wanted to have um, and it, it, it kind of goes back into like with you and Tom with, with the, your house getting flooded and you could have just been like, Oh, like whatever, this yeah. sucks. But instead you were like, you know what? I just want to do something creative. Like, you know what I mean? Right. And it was kind of the same thing with me. It was like, I could have threw my hands up in the air and be like, Oh, this, this damn virus. Like I can't have yeah. any fun at all. But then I was like, you know what? like I'm so privileged right now to like have the things that I have anyways like I, I have a job where I can I, I can afford to invest in other avenues like like buying this equipment for whatever yeah. else I want to do and the internet the internet is like an insane learning platform so whatever I wanted to take on like I God knows that I have Google YouTube whatever to yeah. to learn and like work on my craft and those things and I was like dude like if there's any time that I can try to start uh, Twitch streaming. It's now. If I would try, want to start try podcasting, it's now. Like I'm already gonna be inside, yeah. so why not go for it? And if yeah. and if whenever this virus ends, if it ends, knock on wood, <laughs> then I can see like it, like I can see through those um, those trials into the new normal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, it, it was, it's kind of like, it was one of those things where like, I just wanted to just go for it. Like, I don't know if you heard my, my last episode, but, um, 
a big thing that I was talking about was that coming out of college, I really wanted to try new things because it felt like for yeah. the first time in my life, I could. Like I could afford to time-wise. Like in college, it was like, it felt like I was constantly just either in the library or like out, like yeah. partying or something. You know what I mean? Like, and now it's like, I could actually afford to spend the time and money to invest in these different um, endeavors. And I just got like obsessed with it. Like, like I, I tried out photography and I was like, oh my God, this is so much fun. Like, what else can I do? There's so much, like, it's like a kid walking into a candy store for the first time and he tries like one thing. He's like, oh my God, that's so good. I want to try something else now. Yeah. And I just like, I'm, I just love it. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just, um, and it does get stressful sometimes, but I, I would rather be stressed out than bored. You know yeah, what I mean? And I, feel, and I feel like that's something that like, um, a lot of people struggle with, especially now. Yeah. And, and it's crazy because there was definitely times, like, even though as bad as I wanted to try these things, I was like, um, hesitant and doubtful to just like start. And, yeah. And I kind of want to pass the rock back to you with that. Like, um, were you ever hesitant or doubtful or nervous about posting these sketches for people to see? Because I feel like any great comedian or like someone who's funny or content creator, but they're, they're, they're weird in their own aspect. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, for me personally, that that's like, anytime I send a, a funny tweet, it's like, I'm like, oh, that's probably, they're going to think that's yeah. so weird, but like, <laughs> screw it. So like, have you ever like dealt with those kind of feelings that kind of held you back for a little bit? Of course. Yeah. Well, well, first off, I just want to acknowledge that amazing segue. Thank that was, you. That was great. <laughs> Top notch. This guy knows what he's doing. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, when it comes to the, you know, the, those, there's always going to be doubts before you do anything. Right. Um, I mean, that's just inevitable. Um, and when it came to, to posting, the things that that i was making that we were all making there was like not i don't know there wasn't really like a lot of doubt there and there really never is doubt when i do post things because my like goal or not my goal but like before i i do something or make something i just i know that it makes me laugh right because i'm you know I'm so funny like I, I, I made myself laugh so hard but no I like it's like like the videos we were making the the, the songs I write or, or poetry whatever it is like I like this you know so like I will always know that I liked it going into it so yeah, for sure from there on out it's it's as as great as it is to to receive some kind of uh Validation. some kind of validation exact validation yeah. for the things i make i know i liked it and that that that's what matters most right. um i mean at the end of the day i'm not going to post anything i don't like right so I, and a lot of it just comes down to to i mean dare i say like not treating people right but but or or having fans quote-unquote fans that i have mm -hmm. i mean they they if you, if you do follow me and and do stay up to date with the things I post, I, it's I imagine it's because you know you were friends and and you know I like you for a certain reason, you like me for a certain reason, so you could expect that these things are gonna come out. And I look forward to what you post, and I hope you look forward to what I post. Um, but yeah, it, it's I don't know. 
it, it's nice to know that like people do enjoy things that you make. Mm -hmm. it, it definitely helps. But like I said, as, as long as I enjoy it first, then can't really go wrong. That's a bit of a ramble, but yeah. <laughs> now, obviously you, you say like you, you only really like the posting that you like. It's never really things that you don't like. But yeah. were there ever any posts that in hindsight you were kind of like, you know, that wasn't that great. Like it just didn't hit or, or it just flat out bombed completely. <laughs> well, I mean, cause everything that I do make, I, I think is just the greatest thing in the world. And I think should be viral. Right. And nothing I made has gone viral. So <laughs> <laughs> basically everything is bombed in that sense. <laughs> but, but yeah, there, I can't think of anything specific, specifically that, that didn't necessarily go the way I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, when, I, when I'm, especially like in, in the process of making something, you know, you just get so hyped about it mm -hmm. while you're making it. Um, so it, it definitely sets some kind of bar. And it, it kind of what I've learned is that it, it never really, if you have those high expectations, it never really does meet exactly what you want right um yeah if, if that makes sense so there's no specific bombs but it's i just learned to kind of manage you know expectations of things mm -hmm. not really uh worry about it too much there were you know i definitely look back on some of the videos i made I'm like oh that was that was a little dumb <laughs> <laughs> But, but it's cool you get to laugh at yourself about it because I feel like exactly. I, I feel like that's that's, a, that's a, such a powerful thing to do to be able to look back at yourself and laugh because yeah. that shows growth. You know what I mean? Sure. Like like nobody nobody's perfect. I'm selling like Hannah Montana on this thing, <laughs> but like but like it's true. Like nobody's perfect, and it's like if if you're not if you're not constantly trying to grow and just be better, then like what are you doing? What are you really doing with your life? Yeah. And it's like going back and laughing at yourself that shows it because you know yeah. that some of the stuff like wasn't that good like i'm sure you saw the video i made on instagram when it was like i was roasting my old social corny social media <laughs> posts i'm just like because i remember like back when i was like making those things i was like oh man this is great it's gonna hit but then now it's like it's like all right dude like but it's yeah. good it's good I'm, I'm glad i'm not in the same headspace or like um you know it, it it's got a little like a little pat on the back to myself being like yeah, good, good job I, man i think as long as you're as you're looking back and you don't recognize that person that's a good thing yeah you know, we, we we are people that we, we are supposed to change we're supposed to grow we're supposed to learn new things and have new outlooks on life mm -hmm. um and the people who don't do that you know they just kind of they, they just they simply just remain the same and yeah. it's that simple um and yeah, and you, you bring up a, a, a good point just about, you know, the things that you, you post and how you feel about them now. Um, that's something that like, I, I not learned early on, but I definitely, you just notice with, with I just hate how you just watch certain people, not certain people, just kind of everyone on, on Instagram or, or Twitter, they, it's like they they try to manage this this uh this persona image. yeah yeah this persona that that they feel they've they've 
created and I, I find myself getting into that headspace sometimes and I don't like it because it because it eventually does um, determine what I do and don't post yeah and and I I, I hate that because because I will make something sometimes like and you just sit there like oh should I post this should I not post this yeah it's it's, it's like a it's like a clout LinkedIn yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and, and and I hate that because I don't want social media to run my life. I don't exactly. want to my decisions for me. Mm-hmm. And and that and realizing that and 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 straying away from it has been kind of dare I say liberating, you know. It's I mean, especially during quarantine. If if you if you do follow me, you know that like I I I've been posting some weird shit lately. Just very different things, but I I it's exciting. It I find it very fun to me because I find it very fun to me. I I find it very um, just cool to to know that I am, in a sense, I guess you said earlier, like you want to post things that are unique, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so I I definitely that was. I'm sorry, I'm going all over right now, but like, no, like, no, dude, I I love it. I love it. You asked about you know like how it all got started. A lot of it was like, oh, I just want to be different because you do find that people, you know, create these channels for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just didn't, I didn't relate to it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of started posting whatever I wanted to post and it feels good. Yeah, you know? definitely. And uh, just backtracking a little bit to when you said, um, obviously when you, when you put things out in your mind, this is like the best thing ever. Like it should go yeah. viral. And I feel like that's, that's kind of a mindset a lot of people have, like when they first jump into some sort of like yeah. creative endeavor, like sure. if someone starts like a, like a, a TikTok or a YouTube channel or a Twitch stream or even a podcast, it's yeah. like, it's like they, they want to be like the next, like Cody Co, David yeah. Dobrik, Charlie D'Amelio, Chase Hudson, <laughs> whatever the list goes on and on and on and these people that seemingly just blew up overnight right but the the thing is too is like for a lot of these people like it didn't happen just overnight like these were years and years and years of like uh, building up like everyone's gonna think i have a crush on david dober because i talk about (laughs) him so much but even with him like before youtube he started out on vine back in like 2013 when he was still in high school and when he graduated, he took it upon himself to be like, you know what? I'm not going to go to college. I'm just going to move to LA and yeah. chase this YouTube and Vine thing full time and see it through. And this was back in like, uh, 2015, 2016. So it still took him like four or five long years of posting vlogs three times a week, every week to get to where he is now. Like this, this didn't happen overnight. Of course. I, I think there, there's this expectation that like, that that's the reason people get into things. And if, that doesn't pan out for them it's like it gets like really discouraging for them and they want to quit so like just like from your perspective do you have any any tips or advice for anyone to get people through that or to like reconsider about their um their um intentions with the content they're creating yeah 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 i I mean what you're saying is you're only seeing the end product yeah, exactly. You're, you're seeing the greats right now, and they had exactly like you said. They had to, they had to grind to get there, um, and that just goes back again to, to Instagram and, and Twitter. They're only posting the best things about their lives. Exactly. It, 
and so when you, you judge your life and, and your expectations for what life can be off of everyone's most perfect moments, it's, it, it hurts, it's a letdown. Um, so a lot of it is really just learning to manage expectations. And for me, it's, it's never really, uh, I guess the thing that kind of keeps me going is that I don't really have an end goal if that makes sense and, and you know you, you could stray that different ways and, and think of that differently but but the way i see it is just you know it, it's so fun to be in the moment and and just to do and make things and just seeing right. where they go as opposed to having a you know i'm gonna end up here with you know the most subscribers on youtube mm -hmm. or, or the best score on rotten tomatoes like nah it's you you're gonna if, if you if you stick with it and and you just keep working hard you're gonna get there eventually right but but it's having that that expectation is, is dangerous at times you know yeah and i i i, I love that that mindset because like it it goes back to what you said about like your whole creative process like there is none like you said yeah. like like so yeah. like if it, and especially if that works for you not saying that like everyone should have that same mentality yeah. like you need to like put in the research with yourself and think like internally like what works for you and if that works for you if it ain't broke don't fix it right so like yeah. just keep doing what you're doing and eventually like it don't you only you'll only go up exactly there and, and sorry. it's one day at a no 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 it's, it's all good it's the zoom lag yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but it's just one day at a time one step at a time and you know progress is the motto so you'll get you'll get to wherever and like we were saying just about you know learning more about yourself these expectations you're setting for yourself now are based on the person who you are now mm -hmm. you know so to to have those expectations for for josh 2040 based off of josh 2020 that's assuming you're not going to change at all within right. the next 20 years and like we just said like you should be continuously growing. So like, yeah. even if that means your goals or expectations, quote unquote, are granularly adjusting, uh -huh. at least you're still on like, you're on a right general path. Yeah. Um, and, I, and especially with like creative endeavors, I think that's really important. Of course, of course. So yeah, obviously I, if you're a call, sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you no, off. No, no, you're good, you're good. You're, you're um, it, it's like, it's like with, uh, with like college, it, it's, um, like obviously you should know what we want to do and your end goal should be to like uh, graduate but if you if you change your your mindset and like what your passions are that could result in you changing your major yeah but by that same token it's like you can't be jumping all over the place you got you kind of got to like you got to stick to your guns and have some sort of uh, yeah. expectation and goal and like just granularly adjust it yeah. um, so that you do end up successful and uh, whatever it is you're chasing. Of course. Yeah. And, and, and that's, you know, that mindset I have of, of not having like crazy audacious goals, it definitely has its faults, you know, cause you, cause you, sometimes you do find yourself just kind of, you know, pointing the arrow at the sky and just hoping for something. Mm -hmm. um, so it definitely helps to have some sense of direction with where you're going. Uh, but I, 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 I've just found that, that just crazy, crazy expectations and, and, you know, how you think your path is going to be, it can definitely hurt you more than it, it can help sometimes. Mm -hmm.
Definitely, but it, it does help to know yourself and, you know, act accordingly. Definitely. Speaking about uh, knowing yourself and knowing you, uh, I know you that you're a very uh, Another segue, funny, man. funny Look guy. Look at me. I'm two for two, bro. Uh, on, on top of comedy and sketches and parodies, you also sing and play the guitar. And you play ho- played hockey. I don't know if you still do. Um, and participated in athletics. And I feel like in the society we're in now, people like to be, or people like to put other people in a sort of box. And even in like, like society's like coming of age stereotypes, especially for people our age, it's like, uh, like athletes are like jocks, like meatheads. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're probably dumb, not creative people. Um, and on the other side of the token, it's like, okay, people who can sing, play guitar and are musically talented, they're the intellectual ones, but they, they can't throw, they can't throw a ball for their life or something like that. You know what I mean? And it's like, did, did anyone in your life ever try to tell you not to do some other thing? So like, in so maybe like a, a hockey teammate knows that you like to play guitar or something. Would anyone kind of be like, yo, who does he think he is? He's a jock. He's not artistic. Or like with someone that you, I don't know, took a music class with. It's like, why is he in this class? Like he's a, he's a hockey player. Like yeah. he shouldn't be here. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah. So coming out of high school, um, I mean, my all like from, from, you know, four years old to, to senior year, my life was sports. It was all athletics. And that's, I guess in a way how I express myself and, you know, I got to college and I realized like, dude, I, I was the epitome of peaking in high school. I played quarterback. I was the, the, the prom king, whatever, all that stuff. And like, I, I was very aware of that. Um, so it was never anyone like telling me what you can and can't do, but I, I did start to like build some kind of, uh, um, conscience about like, man is, all I am is my whole entire identity just wrapped up in sports in my athletic ability. Um, and I, and that really scared me because I, I knew it wasn't true, but I was worried like, Oh, do other people only see me as that? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got to, to college, it, it's not that I was out for vengeance to prove to everyone that I could be more. Um, right. it was though, it, it was very much like, as much as I like to create and, and, and make things, like a little part of me was like, I, I felt like I needed to, to, to show people that there was more to, to me than just the sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it, it is weird just kind of bordering those two different identities. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of something that I've not struggled with, but, but learned to, to recognize in my life i mean i'm like even like my ethnicity i'm i'm half asian half white and it's always been a struggle like what am i you know i don't feel like i fit in with the asian kids and i don't feel like i necessarily fit in with the white kids dude right on the money i know what you mean yeah i (laughs) I can only imagine i mean just being like the 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 fraternity fraternity life greek life it, it is a lot of managing that um and and I've kind of gotten comfortable with, with riding that line Mm -hmm. of of creativity and athleticism and, and 
being a, someone who uses my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and luckily for me, I, the communities that I've been a part of have been so accepting, even if like I told myself they weren't in my head. Um, and then that was kind of the beauty of playing for SDSU hockey is because, you know, hockey in San Diego is, that's just sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Right. And like, why would you go to sunny San Diego where it's 70 degrees and perfect all the time just to sit in an ice rink for, <laughs> you know, hours on end? It sounds kind of refreshing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I kind of from a different perspective is like you know what it's kind of cool it makes us unique you know it's it's a very weird thing to do so let's kind of lean into that and that's a big reason why i started we started making those videos was to advertise you know we as the hockey players recognize this is a ridiculous situation so let's show you how ridiculous it is that's why we rollerbladed around school dude it was awesome man i I remember so it was you know those those weird identity crises that you kind of can see as a negative, but looking at it like, oh, you know, this is an opportunity to really to show some kind of unique quality about us. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, 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 but managing that that artist and that whole thing it ha- has been tough because mm-hmm. I've always been so jealous of people that that do write things and make music and all that stuff so it's kind of been kind of a you know my cry for help to be like no i could be just like you guys yeah dude bro you guys were so funny <laughs> the hockey team loved it like i remember oh man it, it was my sophomore year i think i had a i had an 8 a.m math class um <laughs> it was like a small lecture um so there couldn't have been more than like 20 kids in the class yeah. and there, there was this one kid on the team um, I forgot his name. He had like really big, like curly hair. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And and like one day it was like, dude, a homeboy comes in with like jersey on and the helmet on. Yeah. And then you just see his hair coming out the back, and he just I, like, and he just puts his backpack down, sits at his desk, like front row, and just like acts like it's another day in the life. And I was like, bro, yeah. I applaud, yeah. I applaud you. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I, dude, that kid is unreal because he's brilliant too is that engineering class by chance or anything it was it was uh it was one of the calculus courses at state okay. yeah but uh smart dude but he's he's a uh, he is the a prime example of just a, a misfit mm-hmm. he's, he's a very special person um and that's what it really was you know we kind of i don't want to speak for everyone else but but again just being a club sport a club ice hockey team in san diego we felt a bit like like misfits like we didn't fit in anywhere so we kind of just made the most of it and and that's why we leaned into those those weird things like rollerblading around school or throwing 80s parties that was only 80s music and you know just fun shit like that because we really it's like it was so much more fun to just lean into it than to yeah. to try to fit in with everything else because yeah. we did you know? mm-hmm. oh, man that's so cool um <laughs> but Obviously, you, you point out trying to, uh, you know, like kind of steer into the skid sometimes and try to yeah. be like unique. And and if you misfit, then you're a misfit. Kind of just go with the flow of it. Yeah. Um, is there anyone you kind of draw your inspiration from that has that same kind of um, style or vibe to them? Is kind of just like a, a misfit in general or 
they don't even have to be a misfit just like anyone yeah. in particular yeah i mean it's, it's it's not really anyone in particular but just like the 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 like you were saying earlier comedians they're weird right mm-hmm. they're they are the definition of being a weird person but but rocking it and and you know just absolutely killing it in life because they they lean in the to their weirdness and the things that make them unique so that's why comedy is is so uh inspiring to me because they, they're taking their their weird attributes and making amazing things out of it mm-hmm. um in terms of you know specific people i guess when we were making like sketches i mean i always grew up watching saturday night live um so th- they have definitely helped um like the lonely island guys <laughs> Andy definitely like guy's name my, though yeah that was some of my first i guess inspiration um and my mom showed me all that. She's the one that's always in tune with with, with comedy and music. So I get a lot of like my uh, my pop culture knowledge from from her pop culture knowledge of like the '70s and '80s. Not even '80s, yeah. But yeah, just just the comedian lifestyle is very uh, inspiring, I guess. Mm-hmm. They're they're unique. They're weird, but they rock it. I love that, you know? So, going off of, you know, just being weird in general and how comedians... Here comes another segue. Yeah, (laughs) comedians (laughs) just being weird. Uh, Have you considered just going full on with that and steering into the skid and leaning in with your weirdness and doing something like stand-up? So, I've done stand-up before. Really? Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, like... So you were talking about, about like choosing your majors and stuff at big, like in college and trying to find your identity. I went into school as a finance major mm-hmm. and it took till, till business calculus for me to realize I fucked up. But that was when I, I, I my second semester of my freshman year, I took a, a, a the, the public speaking class. And that was, we're talking like about moments that have really like inspired or changed like who I am or made me realize things about myself. It was like, I loved getting up in front of people and talking and trying to make them laugh. I don't know why, but I just did. Um, and that's like literally that class, I changed my major to communication right after. And absolutely, you know, while people were terrified of public speeches and stuff like that, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always wanted to get more into stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. I've done it couple of times and it's terrifying and i haven't done it in a while mm-hmm. um but i i definitely think about it a lot um because it is you know it's just another avenue to express yourself um but yeah we we're just talking about things we're you know planning on actually doing stand-up comedies i i want to you know grow a bigger pair of balls and actually go out there and do it once you know this is all over mm-hmm. and um also with like your sketches and you know obviously comedy is like your shtick for sure but have you ever considered like instead of just like um you know like writing producing and starring in sketches like i don't know like just considered acting in general whether that be like in the comedy space or even just like in general because obviously there there are actors out there that they'll do amazing in the comedy space, but then they'll kill it. Like Adam Sandler, Uncut Gems, for example, 
super funny guy, but he, he killed that role. Um, have you ever considered doing anything like that? Yeah, so that's actually, I'm in LA now, and I've, before this all happened, I, I moved here to pursue acting. Um, so that's actually what I've been doing and taking classes and actually like I've been, I've been in a couple short films and stuff like that. Um, right before, right before the, the lockdown, I, I got an agent. So gotten the ball moving a bit. That's, that's definitely, you know, we're talking about like actually trying to find some kind of path. Um, that's the one I've kind of leaned more into. Mm -hmm. um, to hopefully, you know, one day be able to, to just make things I want to make and, and be in them. Um, acting has been, you know, the thing I've been, um, you know, going for. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been, I've been, I don't know if you know, like, um, you know, like improv, stuff like that. There's a, there's a theater out here, the UCB uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. Uh, it's a theater that was started by like uh, not Leslie Nope, but uh, what's her name? Blonde hair. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. How, how did I think about it? Yeah, she started it with with a bunch of other people. Um, and it's a it's a big school out here in LA, and that has just been phenomenal. That like definitely opened a new door into you know what I want to do. And mm -hmm. That's you know not to say like that's how I want to launch some kind of acting career, but that's definitely where I found the most comfort and, and freeing experience, mm -hmm. you know? And you, and you talk about people like Adam Sandler and, and comedians gone into drama. That's my favorite kind of career. If there's like anything I aspire in terms of, aspire to be in terms of an acting career, it's always the comedians who turn into dramatic actors, mm -hmm. you know? Like, uh, like Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks was a goofy comedic actor at first. Mm -hmm. Same with Michael Keaton and Bill Hader, people like that. Um, those are the kind of careers that I absolutely enjoy watching, you know, grow. And that's kind of something that, you know, I would love to to try to to emulate in some sense. So how is it going with the the school now? Like, because obviously, I don't yeah. think at least you're going into the classes and doing improv still. Is it like all like? zoom still or like no everything's been put on pause you know oh man um it's kind of a bummer too because because it the the school itself they they received one of those like pbs loans or something like that for small businesses mm -hmm. i don't know what exactly happened but but the whole theater all the teachers found out that after they got laid off they they found out that none of that money went to them they didn't rehire anyone so Unfortunately, the school's kind of falling apart right now. Um, but with the teachers I've met and and the, the connections I've made, there's it's there's bound for other things to eventually come up soon. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, managing that's been a little tricky, especially when I'm just trying to get my footing in the first place and the yeah. whole worldwide pandemic hits. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been it's been quite the roller coaster. Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, just roll with the punches. Something's gonna come from this. So have you, how do you like, how do you practice your acting? Like, do, do you, cause obviously like with any sort of like talent or craft, like you need to like practice to get better and improve, right? Yeah. So do, like, do you like read like scripts out loud? Do you like self audition tapes or something like based off like movie scenes that you liked? 
Yeah, yeah. So, so it is a lot of a lot of um, self taping. That's how like all my auditions are right now. Like I've been doing a lot of those. Um, but in terms of like practicing every every day, it doesn't even have to be reading scripts. Just anything you read. A lot of it is just reading it out loud mm -hmm. and just kind of you know trying to make it sound natural or small things like that. Um, yeah. So when I now when I read books and such, I read out loud and stuff like that. And that definitely helps because you have to get comfortable with hearing your own voice and, and kind of getting over how ridiculous it could be at sometimes. Yeah. You know, you know, when I was making those stupid, funny videos, like it was easy because I understood that it was, you know, just ridiculous what I was doing. But now right. that like, I'm trying to take it serious, um, it's a new, completely new thing, which is again, really exciting to, to get into something new. Um, but yeah. If that makes sense. Sorry if I'm rambling again. No, no, not at all, dude. It's great. That's what you're on this thing for. <laughs> uh, and obviously, like on Instagram recently, I've noticed you've been posting a lot of uh, covers of songs or even songs that you wrote yourself. Yeah. Um, and instead of kind of like putting up these like IGTV snippets, um, have you ever considered just producing like a, an, your own like album or EP or single? Yeah, music is music has always been something that like I just did for fun right um, but as you know like you're saying you're taking all the things you're doing seriously now because of COVID and being in lockdown and wanting to make things um, I've definitely started to I've been writing a lot and and especially just with all the shit going on in the world um, I want to be able to say something about it and I, yeah. I found that that music I guess is the most um like empowering empowering and, and efficient way of getting some kind of message out because I can't just go on on Instagram and just start ranting about what I think of you know Donald yeah. Trump stuff like that but if you just use some metaphors and add some noise behind it it's a completely different game yeah um, so I, I've I've been enjoying writing music a lot lately and, and the idea of actually producing some kind of um, project, some kind of EP or album has definitely been looming mm -hmm. a lot. So I, I have not a lot, a lot of songs, but but I have enough to to make something of it. So mm -hmm. been learning a lot about about you know producing music and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't know if you go on Reddit at all. Yeah, I, I I so I don't go on it personally, but uh, one of my favorite comedy podcasts they they pretty much draw like all of their yeah. content from like reacting to the stuff on there and whatnot yeah in a sense everything on the internet is started on reddit yeah um, pretty much for everything on reddit so that's where i i post a lot of my music and i've had people like actually like mix and and master like things i've made wow it's cool to find that community mm -hmm. you know um but but yeah music is definitely taken a bit more of my time lately than it has before Mm -hmm. um so obviously like you said like by using metaphors and like uh with, with the background music that makes it music but um so obviously like lyricism and writing verses like that that is poetry um have you ever considered just like either like releasing your poetry as like a, a like a book or something or kind of like posting like blurbs on your instagram or yeah twitter 
whatever like or is that just like like property of josh like only josh can see like for josh's eyes only yeah no i i, I definitely um i have posted my like poetry and things i write on instagram lately um again it just goes back to 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 me losing that 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 care of what i post you know right um so i have been posting a lot of that stuff i haven't really you know thought about making it into a book or anything um because again it just goes back to just staying in the moment and, and just doing things that i want to do them right now and seeing where it goes <laughs> um but you know like i said it's 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 so hard to to stay silent about a lot of the things happening right now <laughs> um you know especially like one of the more recent things i wrote was was a was a song or a poem just to my dad who was a police officer um while you know i've been out to all the to the protests and screaming out at the police and stuff like that um and i've just found that that poetry has been a great way to kind of um express those feelings and thoughts and luckily i found you know people that you know it resonated with and you know that's been really cool um so i'm definitely going to be posting a lot more of that stuff that's great man kind of fun so you know cool it's been quite an experience the past couple of months i feel like we've lived 10 different lifetimes yeah it's been great my whole concept of time is so warped right now like oh, it's, it's brutal six months down six Dude, i don't know if it's if it's just me or does it feel like the days go by really slow yeah but the months just yes 100 so, yeah what is happening no it, it's, it's strange yeah it's, it's almost like you get so caught up in the day-to-day that you you don't think about the month to month yeah that's like oh wait <laughs> it's been three days already summer now like what happened yeah crazy <laughs> um speaking about time and uh you know planning on sharing your poetry more on your instagram is there are there any more ideas or creative um products and crafts that you have planned for the near future to share um you know like we like we've said like i said before like i'm, I'm a very sporadic um person when it comes to, to the things i make and and the mm-hmm. ideas i have um so it's it's hard to to say specifically that i have anything planned for the future mm-hmm. in terms of, of making anything um but i i've definitely uh, you know kind of found a an avenue that i enjoy in in poetry in music in in cartoons whatever it is um so it's i would just say follow me follow me on this journey because because i feel like you know i i feel like i'm in a good creative space right now and like we were talking about earlier there are months that are good there are months that are terrible mm-hmm. right now i feel like i'm in a good groove of just making things um so I'm excited to see what happens in the next couple days, weeks, but I know it's it's gonna come to an end sometime, and then there's gonna be a, a regathering period, and, and I'll be back on it. But I don't know. What about you? Like, like, do you have a lot more planned? I mean, this podcast is you have you, you probably have a lot more guests coming, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the plan is to have um, a different guest every episode. Yeah. Um, and try to release one episode a week and, and there are definitely gonna be times that we're going to have like recurring guests. So like, obviously Josh, like you and I just had a great, great, great conversation and I thought so too. 12 out of 10, I would 
love to have <laughs> you back on sometime very soon. Um, and I, I guess the, I think the, um, the good thing about podcasts is that they're, they can be very entertaining, especially if you have your, your ear to the ground on what's going on in the world. Yeah. Um, so I, so I feel like in terms of ideas, my, I don't really have an excuse to run out of ideas. Mm -hmm. So it's just gotta be like committed to, you know, putting out, um, quality content. But at the same time, it's like uh, weeks on end. I don't want to be talking about the same thing or like being super like meta with the content and just, um, you know, like I want it to be like, everything is coming from my brain and my heart. You know what I mean? Like not just to put an hour, hour plus of, just talking because yeah. the, the what's what's even the point then like it's yeah. a waste of my time making it and it's a waste of your time listening to it um so it, it's just kind of like um you know just, just gonna keep on making the podcast and continuing streaming because with streaming i've been having so much fun um yeah. obviously in the self-improvement space i am in with podcasting it's a little bit more serious but um, you know, obviously we've been cracking jokes left and right this entire yeah. podcast, this episode, but with streaming, it's just been, it's been a ball and a half, just endless jokes, endless laughs. Yeah. Me getting hella scared. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's great, man. So it's just like, you know what? Life is so good for me right now. So I'm just going to oh, yeah. love to hear it. Keep doing what I'm doing and, you know, not yeah. take a single day for granted with it. I, I, I think like kind of something I've, I've, you know, we're always thinking about like what is the the meaning of life why are we here stuff like mm-hmm. that i i've not that i've realized lately but but something i've i've been kind of sticking to is just the fact that we are you know we're we're just here to get whatever's in our head out that's mm-hmm. all we're doing that doesn't mean it's going to be good it doesn't mean it's it's bad it doesn't mean if it's you know makes you a hero or if it makes you a villain it's just we're just simply getting the things out of our head mm-hmm. and and you know, hoping people relate to it in some way. So uh, that's kind of what keeps me going forward. You know, it's just knowing that there's as as much as I could understand about the world, I'm never gonna understand what's going on in my head. You're never gonna understand what's going on in your head. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to, to to get it out in some way and see it physically. And it's it's really exciting. You know, that's why I enjoy making things. Mm-hmm. Just seeing what was just a stupid idea on paper or you know in video form or music with some some terrible chords behind it <laughs> oh terrible brother very on point <laughs> it, it, it's just really cool to, to be in the creative process definitely really so obviously in your experience with the creative process some of them have been really really on the money hilarious <laughs> and so good in your mind what was your favorite skit sketch or bit that you posted i know what my answer is already but i gotta ask you okay before this i was going through my feed and like oh man what was what was the best (laughs) what was just really good um again like i'm i'm a person that the thing i'm making in the moment that's my favorite thing of all time. Whatever I posted most recently is the best thing I've made. Um, so going through this was kind of tough. 
Um, but there were a couple of videos that, uh, that I just kind of reminisced on. I think one of them, one of the more ridiculous ones was, was the, the, the ramen video we made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I, mean, I don't want to explain it over a podcast, but, but you know, basically I was in the kitchen making ramen Tommy needed a, a condom and I gave him a condom, but I gave him ramen seasoning instead. And the whole thing ended with a condom in my mouth. You know, just, just, <laughs> I, I remember like when I had that, I, I was just like, dude, this is so ridiculous and I love it. I can't wait to make it. And it came out like exactly, if not better than, than I expected. Um, that one was a good one in terms of, of, my favorite creative like like journey was definitely I would say the the SDSU news. Um, that was great because that was if there's anything close to to an actual show I guess that I have I've written and um, seen from the paper onto to 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 film it was that and and just being with you know my best friends and making that I mean me and the, my co-host Spencer. I am like I, I absolutely love that guy, and, mm -hmm. and I feel like we are. I've I got so close to him because we were just sitting in a room writing, quote unquote, jokes, you know, and, and observing things happening at the school, and that was. I don't know. That was just. It felt like a very special time, and I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, like five people watched it, but I didn't care. You know, it was exciting. It was cool to be a part of that. So if there was any, I don't know. I went through a lot of my videos recently and I don't know, I got some hits. Yeah, 100% dude. Now, you know, so it, it was kind of cool to reminisce on, on, on my catalog per se. Mm -hmm. What What is your, what is right, my- I, I, got, I got two, I got two, I got two. Okay. The first one, obviously I got a hats off to the boy Don Slick. <laughs> that is great, dude. So for those of you that don't know, Josh made a, a parody of John Wick, and it's and when I said John Wick, it's Don Slick, and it's it's kind of like, but it was kind of more like James Bond esque, in the yeah. sense that like you went into like a an age like a head agent and was like, uh, Slick, we got a we got an assignment for you. Goes <laughs> off and does it, and but the, the my, one of my favorite parts though was the the trailer you posted for it with the with uh staying alive in the background yeah. <laughs> and and the green screen in the back and you're you're walking down like a like broadway or, or something like that and yeah. you, you stop look at the camera and you like point like a like a a, a drill like a gun yeah. and you keep going and then eventually <laughs> like uh you're like in a cornfield and then but then it's going backwards going the wrong way <laughs> And then you put the gun back in your pants and it goes off. And it's just like, I'm like, what the hell is going on, bro? This yeah. is so, so funny. And the, uh, uh, the, the, my favorite joke from it was like, um, you're like, you're, you're pretending to like drive in like your RC car in your backyard. And there's like a, there's like a CGI T-Rex <laughs> and you explode it and you go, did somebody order dino nuggets and i was like i was howling bro it was so funny so so, so funny yeah yeah i guess we haven't talked about don slick much but that was that was another process that was just 
you know, from beginning to end, it was just a very strange journey. Cause we're, you know, we're talking about things you enjoy in the moment versus what you're gonna like later are gonna be two different things. Yeah. I had that idea for, for a ridiculous John Wick, right? Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved it. I filmed all of it in a matter of like two days. And then it just sat on my computer. Cause I like, after a time, I just like, oh, you just sit there with doubt again, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, is this, this is kind of stupid, you know? But then I, I, I just kind of forced myself to, to put it all See together it and I'm, yeah. I'm glad you liked it dude loved um, it because it was a bit of a bit of a stretch it was a bit ridiculous at times mm-hmm. you know that 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 was fun that was fun and that, that again that, that just that's just another quarantine my i'm going crazy creation mm-hmm. that looking back in hindsight it's like oh it's kind of a cool thing you know mm-hmm. and then the the other one that i loved because in hindsight the timing of it was hilarious I, I still think it's hilarious it was the uh the, the Ty Lopez bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. This was in like 2017, bro. And it was like, obviously, I'm sure everyone listening to this remembers who Ty Lopez is. The dude that would like flex his, his garage cars like in YouTube advertising. It's like, no matter what video you're watching before, this this goofy dude in his like 40s would be like, yeah, I'm just uh, out here in my garage with my, uh, my beautiful exotic <laughs> cars behind me. And uh, I'm sure you notice all the books in the background too. So I like to read. That was that was the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Look and at you, this expensive car, but my favorite thing in here is the books, the bookshelf. Yeah, <laughs> and, and dude, and you got the uh, the look and just like the mannerisms and the delivery, perfect. Like you had the haircut, <laughs> the glasses, the mustache, the camera angles, and you're just like, yeah, I'm just out here in uh, my boat. And your buddy, I think it was Tommy too, was in the yeah. boat. And he was like, it's like my dad's boat, actually. Like, what are you doing here? Get out of here. It, bro, it was hilarious. Loved it. Yeah. 12 out of 10. I'm not a, I wish I was better at impressions. I wish I could do more, but I will toot my own horn and say, I think my Ty Lopez is one of my best. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that, that one was. Without I, a doubt. Like I said, I went through all the videos before this, and I, I enjoy. It was very cool that they still. Uh, I still enjoyed them watching them. You know, two three years later, mm-hmm. it's kind of, and that's another great thing about just making things in the moment and and just making whatever you like because you get to look back and and just think like, dude, like that headspace was such a fun headspace to be in. Mm-hmm. You know, clearly I'm a different person now but it's exciting to, to, to see that different me at that point, as opposed to looking, I'm, I'm as opposed to looking back on my Instagram and saying, Oh, there's another picture of me at the fraternity. There's a second picture of me at the fraternity. You know, it, it's nice to, to look back and see all the different weird things. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Yeah. And it, 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 one great thing I love about uh, comedy humor and, you know, creative content is that it can truly be like timeless. You know what I mean? And like I said, like three years later, like Ty Lopez, I'm not, I don't even know if that guy's still alive. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he still has that beautiful bookshelf. He flexed so much on us, but, but three years later, that's still funny. You know what I mean? And three more years later, I'll probably still think it's funny. And that's great, man. And I love that so much about. I think treating your social media is a, is a bit of a a diary almost not sharing too much, but, but definitely sharing things and the way you see the world it's 
it's cool to look back and say, oh yeah, remember when Ty Lopez was the most important thing in our lives? Yeah. Wonder what's gonna happen in five years. Do you think we're gonna be in a pandemic? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane, man. But anyways, Josh, that just about wraps up our, our time and my questions I had for you. I just want to say thank you so much for uh, giving me your time to talk about all of these things and uh, just have a great conversation. You know, like I, it's been a minute since we actually spoke. So yeah. just all in all, it was, it was great to catch up. Uh, hope you're doing well. I'm excited to see everything you post in the future. Um, I'm stoked for your acting. I can't wait to see any, any projects that come out. And just thank you so much, man. And I'm looking forward to you actually listening to this when it comes out. Yeah, dude, I can't, I can't wait. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a great time. Um, and dude, just watching your your journey has been so awesome. Because there, was, it, it seems like there has been some kind of switch that you just said, I'm just gonna start making these things, you know? Yeah. And it, it's very inspiring to watch. It, I, I get excited every time you post something. And Thanks, man, that means a lot. You know, it just makes me want to make more stuff because that's all we're here to do. You're trying to make me cry on my own podcast? Get out. If, if you don't, Leave. I will be. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will listen to it back. <laughs> I hope you're staying safe, man. Thanks for staying up till, uh, what, 12 in Boston? Yeah. It's yeah. Saturday though. Huh? It's okay. the weekend. The freaking weekend, man. There you go. I'm out here. <laughs> I'm probably gonna hop on Warzone right now too. So <laughs> the, the night is still young. There you go, man. I love it. Good seeing you. Love you, brother. Too, Stay safe. You too, bro. I will uh have me again soon. We'll do, man. <laughs> Catch you later. Peace. Peace, brother. All right. So that concludes this week's episode of the Life Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And if you can, go ahead and leave a rating, review, or comment below to support the podcast. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram at Life of Satish. That's L-Y-Y-F-E-O-F-S-A-T-I-S-H. And if you want to rock something dope from Habits365 at checkout, don't forget to use my discount code Satish. That's S-A-T-I-S-H. SH to save 15% off your entire purchase. Thank you guys again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.